Say rejoice. In his great life. Amen. That is the theme for this weekend. But tonight, I've been assigned to speak on the subject. Arise and shine. Tell your neighbor, arise and shine. Arise and shine. Amen. I was going to read our theme scripture, but because of time, I will just go to my sermon. Uh, the monitors are not working, but we will go on. Please turn your scriptures to Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 to 3. If it were to be, if the monitors were working, we were going to read together, but since it's not, I'm going to read. Isaiah chapter number 60, verse 1 to 3. Say, arise, shine. I like the structure, how they wrote it. There is no end. There is no pause. It is just, arise. When you get up, don't waste time. Arise, shine. You get on your feet, you keep moving. It's time for action. Shall we say amen? amen? And the reason that you are to shine is for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you. And his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light. And kings to the brightness of your rising. Shall we say amen? amen. As I introduce you to my message, why historically we use this season of Easter to talk about the life of Jesus, his death, his burial, and his resurrection. God is doing something new this year. And so the, he, the, the word he has given to us is that we are to arise and shine. Yes, you know, we, 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 we are still remembering his, his life. We are still remembering how he, what, you know, what he did for us on the cross. We are still, we have not ceased to do that. Why we continue to remember his death, his burial, and his resurrection, and what his death has accomplished for us. There is more to remembering that. Amen. Say there is more. In addition to remembering what he did on the cross. We are being called to action. That when you remember. Why he has to die. He has to die for a reason. When you remember. His life. His death. His burial. And his resurrection. When you remember that. Do not sit down. Rise up. For action. Shall we say amen. Time is fast, man. I'm going to quickly rush through and then we will pray. Why, why, why must we shine? We must shine because there is darkness ahead of us. Shall we say amen? As I said, verse 2 that we read, say, For behold, darkness shall come over the earth. Hallelujah. The necessity for us to rise and shine comes from the fact that there is darkness. There is darkness already. 
the kind of darkness that blinds and limits the human can. I was so blessed yesterday by the man of God from the administration of our pastor, Pastor Fularin. And he said something profound. He said that darkness is a form of yoke. In that, darkness is a yoke of the mind. A yoke limits you as he explained yesterday. And so when there is darkness around, you are limited. You can only go far as you can see. And so if you cannot see any place, then you are limited. And so as children of God, while we remember his, the, the, the life of Jesus and his death and his blood, we must rise up and shine because there is darkness all over around us. Don't you see the darkness all over around us? There is darkness all over around us. Every day, we, we, we hear something bad news, and then the next day is worse, and darkness keeps coming. It says, Sister Vestu said that word, Behold, darkness shall come. It is already here. And deep darkness, the people, this darkness refers to the sin, the power of sin. Shall we say amen? And so that is the reason why we must arise and shine. Hallelujah. As an instrument, I want to speak on darkness a little bit. Uh, because before we can arise and shine, we need to understand the nature and, 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 and the, um, the potency of this darkness. And the, how, you know, how it is a threat to what God is doing. There are two kinds of darkness. We have the physical and spiritual darkness. Darkness is not a thing in itself, but darkness, as, my definition, as I define it, is the absence of light and life. So in, in the grave, there is darkness because there is no life there and there is no light. So darkness is the absence of life and light. Disasters, wars, famine are forms of crisis, are forms of darkness. I want to speak on, on um, speaking on this physical darkness a little bit, and then I'll go to spiritual darkness. Amen. Calamities are called darkness. You will ask a person, how are you doing? And he will tell you, I am in a dark place right now in my health, in my marriage. I'm in a dark place. Financially, I am in a dark place. Physical darkness is not necessarily a bad thing. Darkness is for lying down. Darkness is for rest. Darkness is for gloom. Darkness is for sleep. In Psalm 104, verse 20, the psalmist reads, it says, You send the darkness and it becomes night when all the forest animals prowl about. God, in his own wisdom, created darkness so that certain animals can prowl about in the night. You know, cat, we learn cow, cat and all, and there's this animal called Tessia. The vision is great at night. That is physical darkness. Darkness has been around since the beginning of God's creation. When you read Genesis chapter 1, 
verse 1 and then 2 to 4. It says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then let's quickly jump to verse 2. Say that the earth was without form and void. And darkness, say darkness, was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. And it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. The light has to come out of the darkness. As we see here, the first thing that God created was light. And light was created because of what? Darkness. I strongly believe that this, this, this light was not a natural light. And I'll give you three reasons. The first reason is that he called it the light. In the beginning, God, you know, he said, let there be light. And there was light. And God separated the light. Every time you use a definite article. So this light that God created, at the beginning of creation, he called it the light. That's one reason. The definite article indicates that it is not a natural light. The light. The second reason is that this light was there for just three days. When you read the creation account, from day one to day three, this light was working. But when you read Genesis 1 verse 14 to 19, God created the natural light, the sun, the moon, and the stars to give light to his creation. And then this light, the light, ceased. But as we read history and we, we, we look through the Bible, even though this natural light were there, darkness continued. This natural light could not give light to man. The darkness continued and continued and continued and continued and continued until the time that man was totally lost and gone and could not find his way back. Shall we say amen? And by that, I'm speaking about the spiritual darkness now. It, the spiritual darkness. It is, this, it is out of the, the spiritual darkness that we have been called. First Peter chapter number 2 verse 9 says that we have been called out of this darkness into God's marvelous, marvelous light. Shall we say amen? We learn in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 to 14, that this darkness, which is, in essence, sin, has power. So, when you read Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 to 14, I'll read that. Say, give it time to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saint in light. Say, saint in light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. I said again what? Darkness has power. We have been called out of this darkness. And this darkness that by God's grace we have been called out, this darkness has power. But God being so good, he has called us out of that darkness. And he has delivered us from the power of that darkness. And has conveyed us into the kingdom of his son. 
of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So we say amen. Isaiah 59 verse 1 to 10 describes the condition of the Jewish people at the time. And not just the Jewish people, but that has been the condition from the time of old even till now. The kind of darkness that the people were going through. Isaiah 59 verse 9 to 10. Therefore, justice is far from us, nor does righteousness overtake us. We look for light, but there is darkness. For brightness, but we walk in blackness. We grope for the wall like, like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as at twilight. We are as dead men in desolate places. Then this is the message. Sorry, I, I will end. I will end uh, amen. But, you know, the, the prophet Isaiah dis described the condition of the people in darkness at the time. And that has not changed. When you read the news, when you look around, the way the human race is going, you see that this darkness continues and continues and continues and continues. Shall we say amen? And I said at the beginning that, yes, we have the natural light that God insisted. But darkness and the deeds of darkness has continued and continued, has continued, and continued in the past. Until the true light appears. Shall we say amen? John chapter 1 verse 4 to 9. Say that in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. See the word, the light. That all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. Verse 9 is my focus. That was the true light which lighted every man that comes into the world. Shall we say amen? And so the darkness that has been there from the beginning continue and continue and continue and continue until the true light, that shone that is the light for all men, appears. Shall we say amen? And tonight that light has appeared for you and I. Amen. Now that light has appeared. There is no need to sleep. Tell your neighbor, it is time to wake up. I read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 13 to 14. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Shall we say amen?
Say, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead. I want you to remember uh, here that the, the, the way that this, this, this epistle was written to Christians, believers, and yet some of them were sleeping. Follow me closely. I will come to my subject here and then we will pray and go. Amen. This awake was for believers that were sleeping. A person who is asleep is not aware that he is asleep. Because the moment you become aware that you are asleep, you are not asleep. <laughs> who knows when they are sleeping? And I have, um, I wrote something here that uh, Charles Spurgeon said. He said that this sleepiness in the Christian is exceedingly dangerous. Because he can do a great deal while he's asleep. That will make him look as if he were quite awake. And he, 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 he said that, this, this is more of the, of, yes, in the physical, some of this apply. There are sleep, there are people who walk in their sleep. There are, I have heard sort of people who, who, who sleep, they, they wake up and, and go to their fridge and, and take ice cream and then, and then go back to sleep and they wake up with ice cream all over their bed. People walk in their sleep. But this is more of the spiritual nature. He said that we can speak when we are asleep. We can hear when we are asleep. We can walk when we are asleep. We can sing when we are asleep. We can think when we are asleep. We are doing all these things because we, are, we, are, we can hear, we can speak, we are walking, and we are active on doing things in the house of God. can be very dangerous because you can be asleep without knowing it. The man who is asleep does not care what becomes of his neighbor. How can he sleep? How can he care where he's asleep? The man who is asleep doesn't care if souls are being saved or damned. It is enough for them if they are comfortable, if they can attend a respectable place of worship and go to heaven. They are indifferent about everything else. This whole thing I said uh, is a quote from Charles Spurgeon. The rest are mine. Amen. Amen. But the, the whole point I'm, 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 point, I'm pointing out here that sleepiness, sleep, sleepiness, sleepiness. Amen. Sleepiness comes with carelessness. When we look at Isaiah's charge for the people, what was his charge? Arise. And shine. We see that it captures just those who are awake. He said that arise and shine. But Paul gave us a deeper revelation. He said that what? Oh, you sleeper. He said, wake up. And then what? Arise. Shall we say amen? He said, wake up and arise. And what do we, we need? We need, we need pause one because they, they, they are, before a person can arise, they first have to wake up first. And so Paul does not want to leave anyone before. He said that what? Wake up, oh sleeper, and then arise. And then we, then we add that to Isaiah's one. 
when you, when, when you wake up and you arise, then you shine. A sound, awake and arise, they sound very close. They sound similar. But they are not the same. In fact, the distance from waking up to rising up can be minutes, can be hours, can be days, can be months, can be years. To some people, the alarm went off. They were awake, all right. But yet, they went to work late. Because the distance from being awake to rising up took so long. Are you awake this morning? Awake means you are conscious of your environment. A person who is awake, his conscious is stimulated. His, his conscious is awake. He's aware of the things that is going on. Do you know how many men and women who are aware of the wrong things that are going on and yet did not wake up? He knew that marriage was not going. He did not do anything. He knew that the way we are raising the children is not, it does not please God. He was awake. He was conscious. He was aware of it. People were going, you're awake. You know, buses are going, cars are going. You're awake of your surrounding. But you still lay down. Awake, oh sleeper. Souls are dying. And we are sleeping. Rising up and shining basically means uh, fully acting on or taking care of things. The dictionary defines rise up or rising up means to, to begin to occur, to exist, to come into being or to attention. Tonight light has come. Shall we say Amen. In my intro, I said that the, the, the natural darkness is for rest, is for sleep, is for gloom. But when the sun appears, when light comes, there is no more need to keep sleeping. It's time to wake up. Isaiah says that what? Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory. Light has come tonight. Tell your neighbor, light has come tonight. See, my, my sermon is not, it's not, it's not this light. So I'm, I'm being careful not to get in there. Amen. I'm being careful not to get in there. But, you know, light, light has come. And what is the proper response to light when you are sleeping? We arise. And then we shine. Shall we say amen? amen. We are going to shine tonight. Amen. We're going to shine tonight. What is the evidence that you are shining? Because of time, I'm wrapping up quick and then we're going. Isaiah 60 verse 3.
Say, nations will come to your light. And kings to the brightness of your radiance. If I can have the uh, Christian standard translation. And so what, what the, the evidence, how do we shine? The evidence that we are shining is when people begin to seek you for answers. When people to begin to consult you, come to you, it means that you are shining. When your neighbors in school, at work, come to you for solution, it's an indication that you are shining. It says that nations or Gentiles will come to your light. A light that is, that is out, that's not attract. And so the fact that people are coming to you, they are in the darkness. In the darkness, the most important thing that you need is that, that smallest, tiny, baby, glittering, glowing light that you can find that can punch you away to come out of. Let's say if you're in the cave or in a dungeon or you're finding some underground somewhere and you're groping in the darkness and you're hitting the wall like Isaiah is saying. People are perishing. People need answers. Do they see your light? Are you shining? It says that kings or prominence will come to your shining brightness. In other words, the only time you can attract is when you are shining. Are we willing to shine this tonight? Oh, I didn't get an amen. amen. Are we willing to shine tonight? Amen. Are we willing to arise and shine tonight? In John chapter 5, verse 34 to 36, Jesus testifying about John says that, uh, let, 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 let me read the entire name. Say, yet I do not receive, this is Jesus speaking, say, yet I do not receive testimony from man, but I say this thing that you may be saved. Jesus speaking of John, the Baptist. He said, he was a burning and a shining light or lamp, and you were willing for a time to rejoice in his light. Shall we say amen? amen? Every time we are shining and we are burning, the people surrounded around John and to rejoice in his light. They did so because what? He was burning and a shining light. And this speaks to our theme also. But this, this Easter season, we, we, are, we are not being called to rejoice in John's light. We are being called to rejoice in the great light of Jesus. Amen. And I'm sure, we, you know, our, um, the pastor will bless us more on that. But the, the whole point I'm, I'm wrapping up here is that when we begin to arise, when we wake up from our sleep, when we begin to arise, and when we begin to shine, it will attract the nations and point them to Christ. And the last point I'll give you was the reason we need to arise and shine is because 
Night is coming. Say, night is coming. Say, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And deep darkness, the people, Isaiah 60 verse 2. Darkness, the people. Say, no, the, the whole earth will co be covered with darkness, sin. And the people, a deep darkness. Amen. Say, night is coming. Tell your neighbor, night is coming. Say, arise and shine because night is coming. You need your light. You need your light. You need. And you're probably saying that, oh, preacher, but this light, this great light from Jesus that has appeared to you, is it temporary? Why are you saying that night is coming? The, 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 the light that has appeared to us, it is not temporary. In fact, we... We, we, you know, the, the definition for shining is to reflect, to give off light or to reflect. We don't have light in our own. The light that we have is Jesus. And we, to shine is to, to reflect. It's like a mirror that when you shine a touch light, in it, it reflects it back to you. And so we reflect the light of Christ. And so this light is not temporary. But we, the individuals, we are temporary. Even Jesus himself, he know that his time was what, limited. And so we must what? We must shine because what? Night is coming. Jesus said in John chapter you know, 9 verse 4. He said that why it is day? Night coming. Why it is day? The night coming. What does day mean? Day means what? The light, life, activity, brightness. The day, you, your day of your life is when you have your strength to do things. But why it is day? We must shine because what? The night coming. And then sometimes we, the preacher, we make a big mistake and we tell people that today is an acceptable time. But as you hear the word of God today, I read to you my final scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. Say, for he said, this is Paul quoting. Uh, a scripture in the Old Testament. Second Corinthians says two. For he said, I have heard thee in a time of in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I called thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. So that the day that you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Tonight we have been charged to uh, wake up from our sleep, to rise up and shine. And the time for action is what? Now. As we read here, it is not today. Today is not the day of salvation. They said that what? Today, now is the acceptable time. Now is the time of salvation. The time to move is now. The time to act is now. The time to rise up is now. Because souls are being perished. Like people are dying every second, every second. Would you rise up tonight and shine? And shine because of the light that you have received in him. Would you rise up? Would you rise up with me? Shall we stand? May the Lord strengthen us. May the Lord empower us. So that we can go out into our homes. Into our families. Into our schools. Into our workplaces. And shine. And beam. And give up the light of Christ 
and reflecting. The light of the world is Jesus. The light of the world is Jesus. He's calling everyone to come and see the light. The light of the world is Jesus. The light of the world is Jesus. The light of the world is Jesus. It's calling everyone to come and see the Lamb. The light of the world is Jesus. He's calling everyone to come and see the land. The light of the world is Jesus. He's calling everyone to come and see the land. The light of the world. Is Jesus. Just stay there for me. There is a place where we can shine. That place is when we stand on the lampstand. We learn in the book of Revelation that the lampstand is Christ. And if we can stand on the lampstand, then that light that we have will give off light to everyone. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16, this is Jesus speaking. He said that you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light up a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. He said that when... When we, when, we, when we put the light on the lampstand, it shines. And that lampstand is Christ. I want us to pray tonight that Father help me to stand on the lampstand, to stand on Christ, to stand on the rock of ages, to stand on the light, the lampstand, so that that little light that I have received from Christ it will, will begin to shine. I'll begin to reflect His glory. I'll begin to reflect His glory. He said that, behold, light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Light has come. Would you stand on the lampstand tonight? Oh, Father, help us, O oh Lord, to stand on Christ, to stand on Christ, to stand on Christ, to stand on Christ, to stand on Christ. Father, help us, O Lord. Help us, O Lord, to stand on Christ. That is the only place where we can shine. To stand on His word. To stand on His promises. To stand on the word of God. 
Oh, to stand on the lampstand, to stand on the 